0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somos Mas, the official podcast of Somos Mas NM and your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United. My name, of course, is Seth Bidoff. Joining me tonight on tonight's Instant Reaction Show is Earl Nieto. Jacob may or may not hop in with us. he's doing bedtime with his kids. So, uh, New Mexico United, Tampa Bay Rowdies, fought to a 3-2 match uh, or 3-2 final this evening. New Mexico United, of course, falling on the road. Um... Uh, looking at this one, we knew it was going to be a tough matchup heading into it. Obviously, the Rowdies are one of the perennial favorites out of the Eastern Conference. And even without star for J.J. Williams, who was serving a suspension due to a red card last week, uh, Tampa Bay came out looking pretty good. You know, they had obviously they have Cal Jennings and Ryan Spaulding there, who had a fantastic night for them. And it was just uh, one of those nights. One of those nights. I mean, United. You know, I played hard. Came back, fought back from a uh, one goal down and two goals down, and uh, just didn't quite have enough in the tank. But Earl, let's just go ahead and get right into it. What was your instant reaction to that match tonight?
1: I mean, you you hit it on the head. I mean, um, we played hard. We played really hard. We played really good. Um, there were a couple spots that we. We looked like nothing, like we didn't know what the heck was happening. Um, one of those is in our in our text thread right now, um, where my personal opinion is Hamilton is not the answer anymore. He, you guys say otherwise, I, I'm i still sticking to my gun that he, he got beat and he got scored on and you guys want to take his side for whatever reason. You guys will die on the hill with him, I guess, but.
0: We'll we'll show we'll show that clip um, on Tuesday night. Uh, We are working on getting the video of that. We do Jacob did provide a still of that moment there for the first goal. I mean, you look at that at the opening goal there for Tampa Bay. Austin Yearwood obviously not a great night for Austin by any stretch of the imagination. You know, gives the ball away in the defensive third. Uh, You've got um, Dahlgaard getting the ball over to uh, or uh, Dahlgaard Dennis. Let me double check that. I want to say it was Dahlgaard, but
1: uh, Dennis.
0: Uh, it was Dennis getting the interception there, getting the ball, ball over to Ryan Spaulding. And if you watch the video, and again, it's something we're going to try to show Tuesday night. Um, You can see Sam in that center back position. Austin, after he misplays after he gives up the the interception, he tries to cut back across the field to follow Dennis. And you see Kalen and Sam both rotate to the left side, towards the left side of the pitch. Sam obviously has a runner there with him and Spaulding comes from deeper on the pitch. So Sam is where he's supposed to be with Austin making that run back across the pitch. So, I mean, you can blame Sam all you want. But, so that's, you know. that's not the part that I'm talking about. That's not the part that I'm talking so about. So then how is, Sam, you know, how is Sam responsible for that goal then?
1: Because whenever they finally get in the box, Sam turns around and he's standing flat-footed. He's not trying to attack the ball. He's standing flat-footed like, okay, well, what's next?
0: Okay, you got to think though he's he's coming to his left, to the left side of the pitch, tracking that runner. Harry Schwartz is coming back on the right side. The ball gets played out of out of Harry's reach into Spalding's feet, and Spalding puts a really good shot on goal. It's like, what's how is Sam supposed to turn around and get back to that side when he's tracking that runner to the left?
1: He was already on that side. He was already facing that way. They showed the replay where he's standing. His back is. Towards Alex, he's facing that facing Spaulding, whatever the hell his name is, and he just gets beat. Spalding goes right around you and he gets beat.
0: Okay, so I, I just pulled up, I've got it on my other screen, and I don't want to get us in trouble here. So here, I'm gonna try to not get us in trouble. Mm. All right, so here's, here's the replay right here, okay? So what, if you watch here, Dennis plays the ball to his left. Sam's coming out, and he's charging the ball. He doesn't get caught flat-footed. You know, he turns, and there's really, – there's, you know, he has no help on that backside. And, again, he's having to track that run of 26 right there. So that's not on Sam. That's not on Sam at all by any stretch of the imagination. Because if you go back farther in the clip, Austin is just an uh, inexplicable giveaway from Austin, who had a terrible night, by the way. Terrible. So I
1: think what I'm seeing there, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like I said, I'm I'm probably going to die on this hill on my own. Um, I'm willing to do it. Um, Sam, in my opinion, pulls back. So instead of continuing his his run towards the, towards the run, he f- – like falls backwards
0: all right let's go look at it again we'll get, we'll look at it again if that's what you want or we'll go look at this again here
1: well no, i'm just saying I, I, we don't have to watch it again <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay i'll point it out right here right there's where he kind of falls back instead of continuing the run towards he falls back all
0: right let me we'll back Does that up here again, again. So yeah, bad giveaway there by Austin again. Yeah. Dennis to his left. So Sam comes out right there. I think he's look. I think he's expecting that to possibly be a, a, a cross right there, a square ball right back into the middle. So he doesn't fully 100% commit that way because he's trying to keep that that ball from getting inside. Because if that if that megs him, that's a clear open shot there. I mean, it's a hard shot anyway for Spalding. But I think Sam makes the right call here, and this goal is not on Sam. Like Austin gives the ball away in a bad position, and United just just gets gets caught out. I mean, ultimately,
1: out. you're right. Ultimately, a hundred percent that goal is on Austin. hundred percent, he gave the turnover that led to that led to a to a score. Which, if you guys want, I can compare Austin Earwood to Jpg as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Earl, Earl, there's, there's... And if
1: you guys want, because that was Jpg's like forte.
0: It's not even close between Jpg and and, and Austin. Not even close. Like, how <laughs> dare you do that to Austin? <laughs> um, but yeah. So you watch that goal there. Obviously, you know bad giveaway in, in in the defensive half. Not something that we that we like that we typically see out of Austin. And you know, Tampa had a lot of success off that left side tonight. Um. Because I want to say all three of the goals were were, came off of buildup off the left of of our defensive left, I should say, Um, and you know it's honestly I'd say all three of them, particularly the one right after halftime, the one there in like the fifty fifth minute, came very much against the run of play. Because we've been looking really good, we've been playing really well defensively. You know, um, we kept we limited. Tampa Bay's opportunities in the first half. I think they had four or five shots the entire first half. Um, so we played pretty well. You look at the energy that was out there, the guys looked like they were playing with confidence. Um, and and compared to what we've seen out of the past two matches, like I will take this effort every night of the week. Yeah, 100%. I, I was super pleased
1: with the way they played. Um, two people in particular come to my mind. I mean, the first one is Kalen. I mean, Kalen, he left it out there all night. And that's that's a given. Um, so I would say Kalen is probably my man of the match, but a very, 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 very frugal nod to, uh, to Alex. I mean, yeah, he had three scored on him, but between... The first goal and the second goal that they scored, Alex was doing handstands. Like They couldn't get anything past him. And then that second one went in. I think he lost his confidence there.
0: I don't think... You think Alex lost his confidence after that second goal?
1: I want to say yes. And it's just my opinion. It's That's my opinion. He maybe lost confidence... Going into that third goal that got scored,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that just didn't that didn't work out.
0: I mean, I I I don't know. I, I I don't see a lack of confidence from from Alex or a loss of confidence after the second goal. But you know what I see there. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll fast forward here through all this stuff. But you know, you look at the the second goal. Obviously, it was um, you know a really well worked goal and and really um, Dennis didn't have a whole lot of space to work with there, you know, real quick turn, put the ball on his right foot. Uh, the re- and just a, a really well-placed shot. That, that's what that was for, for Dennis. Um,
1: and the reason, the reason why I say he lost confidence is there was a point where, um, I don't even know who it was. It was later in the, later in the match, probably 70th, 77th minute around there. Um, it was a one v well, not even 1v1 because Tampa Bay had someone trailing him where Tampa Bay shot it, and Alex reacted super, super
0: late. Do you know about what minute you're, you're thinking?
1: I'm thinking 77th. I would have to – it was after that for sure.
0: Yeah, so this is the second goal here. 77th, uh, so we scored in the 77th. Then so there be the was the third goal
1: that they scored, or the right before. The oh, first goal you're talking. They you're scored.
0: talking about the 75th minute when Dennis or or got, was went off to the left. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So see in here, my opinion,
1: goes... it looked like Alex reacted late.
0: Mm-hmm. In the 75th. All right, we'll take a look at that here real quick. All right, so here's 75th. We'll back it up here just a little bit. so yeah right here this after they've gone up 3-1 um jump forward just a little bit this is the ball here so jennings squares it in alex he's made himself big he's moving to the left because you know because dennis is moving to his left he's staying big he's limiting the opportunities that that dennis has to get back to the right and so like he's that's perfect positioning by alex there and i don't know where it is
1: You no, know, no, Alex was in perfect position. I don't. I'm not saying he was out of position. Yeah, it was just a late reaction, in my opinion. Because the okay. ball had already come off his foot, and then Alex was jumping towards.
0: So, all right. So let's see here. So, sorry, we'll take it late. So Alex is here. I mean, the ball's nowhere near goal. I mean, he, he doesn't put the ball anywhere close to frame. Right. So, like, and, and from that distance, like Alex really isn't going to have a whole direction. So it's going to look like he reacts late to it. You know.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it's, it's my opinion. I mean, it yeah. looks like he reacts late, but like you said, Alex is in perfect position there. He cut off that entire third of the of the goal mm-hmm. so that that goal, that wasn't going right there.
0: Yeah. And then here's United's second goal here. Um, Greg Hurst comes on and makes an immediate impact basically here tonight. You know, he, he gets the header. Um, he has the one header that was saved, and this is the follow-up to that, you know, the corner. Uh, comes out, and you just see the overload of United players on the right-hand side. If you watch the replay here, you see, I think it's five guys on the right-hand side of the pitch right there. And then, you know, Greg puts in a good shot down down low, forces Sparrow into a diving save. Sparrow obviously can't hold onto the ball there. Falls right to Swartz. So, I mean, great cleanup so, by Harry there. Is that offside?
1: I mean, that, in my opinion, I'm not 100% okay. sure.
0: So, so on this, as a, as a USSF grassroots certified referee, when you're making this call here, you're looking at where is Harry when that ball, when the shot is taken. Okay. So if Harry is in an onside position, when the shot is taken, he's onside. Now okay. the, the the camera angle is so zoomed in, you can't really see from our perspective, but as long as he's onside, when the shot is taken, he's onside. And it looks to me like he like he is onside when Greg... Yeah, came I want to
1: say the one to his left kept him on.
0: Yeah, so see... Here, we'll show it real quick. I want to say it's... Because, uh, again, obviously, we can't see the far side of the pitch. I think it's 33 right here that keeps him on. Because there's that. There's a shot. Or 34. Maybe it's 34 that keeps him on. Because you see 33 running right there, you know, following him back, chasing him back. Mm-hmm. But I want to say it's 30, 33 or 34 that keeps Harry onside there when the shot's taken. So um, I think it's a great call by the referee. I don't see any issue with that.
1: Um, yeah, I was just wondering. If, if my personal opinion was like, oh, I'm off. I'm going to take it any day of the week because it's a goal scored.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'll take it any day of the week. But I was like, hmm, I'm going to ask about that one.
0: Yeah, and like I said, as long as he's onside when the shot is taken. Then he's good to go. If he's standing in offside position, then obviously no to flag. I've I've made calls like that as a referee, um, to where the, you know attacking player was you know between the last defender and the goalie, shot gets taken, and Earl disappears. Um, <laughs> I I I think Earl might have hit the wrong button on the screen. I'm about 100 certain, but um, yeah, I, I felt like the call there was correct. I know Tampa Bay is obviously yelling for offside call there but looking at how United played tonight and if Earl pops back in we'll get his uh thoughts on this uh, as we move on but I mean overall the effort tonight was tremendous United actually uh did really well if you go back and look at the look at the stats from this match you know um United uh had 54 percent possession they had i think they had more shots they had um yeah 11 to nine more shots on frame like you know, uh, I thought it was a really well done game plan from, from Masaki Hemi uh, and the coaching staff to get the guys out there. I mean, obviously nothing too, uh, too dynamic in terms of uh, what they wanted to do offensively, defensively coming out in a four, four, two. You know, what really surprised me here in this match tonight was Tampa Bay and their reluctance to get the ball forward uh, or or not say get the ball forward, but to to play forward. If you watch early in the first half, um, they Tampa Bay really sat back behind the ball a lot. You know, even once they went up one nil in the 18th, you could see Cal Jennings dropping deep and sitting behind the ball, which is really unusual you know, on your home pitch playing 11 guys behind the ball. I don't really know what Tampa Bay was thinking. And it didn't necessarily work out for them in that, in that instance, but um, uh, did get a comment. Earl is back. Maybe Earl's good. Earl, are you good?
1: Yeah. Hopefully
0: my internet's better too. Okay. Um, I was just talking about, you know, how it, how it was odd that Tampa Bay sat 11 people behind the ball, especially in the first half uh, with Cal Jennings dropping deep after they went up one nil uh, and how just United looked better. The game plan was really well done by, by Hemi and and crew and, you know, nothing, you know, nothing foreign. You see, you see a 4-4-2 come out, which is, you know, your base defense, you know, your base, one of the basic formations of, of football and, and united played well they for the most part they really did um so i want to get your take on that and i do have a comment i want to share as well
1: yeah so like you said and i said it before too united played really really well tonight Mm -hmm. um especially with it being very very short notice on having a new head coach for the moment um but yeah, with, with everything that's happened this week, I think United played really well. Exceptionally well, considering the circumstance. Um, that does raise questions that we were talking about on this past episode, uh, this past Tuesday. So I guess that'll probably be revisited again this coming Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, United played really, really well. I, mean, I was I was impressed by it. I was good with it. Except for the score line, obviously three
0: two. Um just it's what happens. Yeah, no, I mean and obviously you know, Tampa Bay, one of the best clubs in all of USL perennial favorites. Uh they're powerhouse at the Eastern Conference. Um and, and in response to your comments earlier about Alex, I did get a, a comment. I feel like people don't talk about talk enough about how Alex is. Uh, talk about talk. Uh, I feel like people don't talk about how great Alex is enough. I really don't think he lost confidence. Tampa Bay had really great footwork, which I'm sure is hard to follow. Um, which I, I don't disagree with one bit. You know, uh, Tampa right. Bay so- did some really good things. So if you see the the play there at the end for their third goal, when Lawrence White made that cutback on Santi, like, I mean, Lawrence White is a guy who's played at MLS level with Atlanta United, and I'm really honestly amazed that he's not at the MLS level still. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I I will vouch hundred percent. I mean, a couple seasons ago, I was on that bandwagon of I didn't like Alex. I didn't like the way he played. I didn't like any <laughs> of that. I was, I was on the training for sure. But I've seen Alex play. I've seen him in training. I've talked to him in person. That after some some of the matches, he's a really good guy. He really is. He is a really good keeper. He, I, my opinion. Top five in the league right now, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't take him, or I wouldn't take anyone over him at the moment. I mean,
0: from a, a statistical, statistical standpoint, last... I think that's a hot, bit of a hot take. But I mean, in terms of ability and what he can do, yeah, I, I think Alex is one of the best in the league.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, and I, I'm a firm believer. He's not as good as what what it was last year. I mean, last season. He was the king of clean sheets, and now we can't get one if we wanted to, but it's whatever. Um, but I, I'm i on that, on that comment as well. I think Alex is a really good keeper, super athletic, very, very talented, and he just needs to catch a break.
0: Coming back home next week after a loss here, obviously Hemi is more than likely going to get at least one more week in charge. The Mexico United uh, has... Who do we have next week? Double-checking my calendar here just to make sure I have it right because I've been looking at so many different things. Uh, we have RGV next Saturday night. So clearly another chance for Hemi back home at the lab. I mean, unless a, and a, an announcement comes early in the week, which I'm not expecting, um, do you think that this sort of effort continues on in the next weekend? And what do you... I mean, do you see Hemi making any other like sorts, sort of changes? Do you think... Uh, this type of performance is what the club needs going forward to to build on. Uh, to come from confidence uh, level.
1: Um, confidence level. Um, I think. I think we're on point. Minus the confidence level that we got. Um, that I believe happened with Alex Tambakis. Um. <laughs> My opinion right now, our confidence, I'm just going to speak about the confidence. I think the confidence that we had right last night, the confidence we had tonight was equal, if not greater than Spongebob making Krabby Patties at the Krusty
0: Krab. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I you've you've lost me with that one. Like I, I, I'm a. I, is that a uh is that a high confidence level? Like I I don't want yes. SpongeBob. Okay.
1: Yes uh, the 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 confidence we had tonight, like I said, it was it's it's high. Like we were good. We just we really got outplayed. Mm-hmm. Any other team if this conference level were against Phoenix, we're against RGV, we're against Vegas light. I mean, that's a win for us.
0: Yeah. I I, I think you may be right there. You know, again, you know, in terms of level of competition, Tampa Bay is a step above pretty much everyone else in the USL in the USL. Uh, I, you know, for me, Tampa Bay is top six in the league um, this season. And so in terms of what they can do on the pitch in terms of where I think they're going to finish at the end of the year, I think I honestly think that Tampa Bay is going to finish first in the East at this point. Um, I want to say I either had them first or second in our prediction show, but yeah, I mean, this type of performance here, you know, United fighting back from, from deficits deficits, which is not something that we do on a regular basis, you know, come back from one goal down, came back from three, one down to make it three, two. We had opportunities to, to possibly get a, get a third. Um, and so like he just you saw the guys, you know, you saw them doing some really good things. You saw the run some Sergio Rebus on the right, and Sergio got basically shut out of this game. I mean, well, so did so did bees. Yeah, bees
1: had a firing first start first half, and then the second half he was
0: he was he was subbed out. He got subbed at halftime.
1: Okay, yeah. I I missed the start of the second half. That's why. So I.
0: Yeah, bees got up at halftime for Amando. Who Amando did not have a good. If, he, if the first fifteen minutes that Amando, the first ten minutes really, Amando was on the pitch. He did not have a good night. He had two giveaways in the midfield. Um, I mean, he he got better as the night went on, but I w- Amando had an off night. Yearwood did not look good tonight. Um, but I mean, as a whole, by far a better performance than what we saw against either San Antonio or El Paso. And this is a full ninety minute performance from the guys. Um, something that I think that they can hang their hat on to, Hey, look, you know, with everything that we went through the, this past week, changing coaches, you know, trying to figure out new formations with, you know, injuries still being dealt with. Um, I think this is a good, this is a good showing for the guys despite the loss. And I, I think next week against RGV, we see a lot of, a lot of this, a lot similar, uh, a lot of similar things to what we saw tonight. Yeah,
1: and like I said, if if this confidence level and this performance comes out for for RGB or against RGB,
0: it's a win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think you're absolutely right. So, Um, yeah, I mean, Earl, I mean, we're about twenty five minutes in, but do you have any closing thoughts on this before we get out of here?
1: I don't. I. I was finally able to sit down and watch a match uninterrupted, uh, except like the first start, the second, the start of the second half. Um, And by that, I'm not talking bad about the person who was watching right now or the people who are watching right now. Um, I'm just saying life happens. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And for the first time in a while, I was actually able to watch the match while it was happening and not at 1030 at night or the next day trying to catch up on what I missed. Um, and that doesn't go against them, like I said, or us going to the match. It just it happens. Um, so with that, I appreciate I, I appreciate everyone watching right now. I mean, I thought we – I don't know what I saw a while when I was on Facebook, like four or five, so that's a decent number for us, especially on a Saturday night. Um, so, yeah, so really, I, I got nothing else. We, we played good, and a 3-2 loss against a top team in the East is – not a bad loss at
0: all. Yeah, I, I, again, you know, the guys played with some confidence tonight. You could see them fighting back. You know, no heads were hung at any point during that match. Some really good performances, some guys that stood out. Uh, David over in the chat, they absolutely did. They they absolutely fought tonight. And, you know, we were just talking about, you know, this is probably one of the better performances we've seen this year. Almost, you know, this is a, a full 90 performance uh, despite the loss. And to come back, to fight back from, you know, going 1-0 down, you know, three, one down to, to really make it a match, uh, you know, it shows a lot of fight um, shows that these guys are, are really, you know, getting there. They're turning that page. And so, um, yeah, looking forward to see what happens next week against RGV back at the lab. So uh, yeah, for everyone that tuned in, thank you guys so much. Harry, Jane, David, Steven, I uh, appreciate all of you for for listening, watching um, again, the next Ida night falls on the road to Tampa Bay Rowdy by final of three, two, back at the lab on saturday night for rgv and uh guys thank you again appreciate appreciate all of you so very much uh until next time somos unidos